0: You're listening to Around the King's Table,
1: a podcast of the Mount Church in Clemson, South Carolina, with Pastor George Marshall and Pastor Brian Mann. Pull up a chair and listen in as they seek to serve up
0: biblical dialogue for building disciples of Jesus. Welcome to the next episode of Around the King's Table Today we are going to be talking about the spiritual discipline of giving, giving, stewardship, stewardship, and modesty. Yes, that sounds a, weird. I know. It's not, though. It's not. I'm Brian. I'm George. <laughs> and uh, we'll just get going like this. Uh, as a spiritual discipline, so this is actually not on the, not a, oh, not no, on the sheet. I'm not prepared. Yeah, I know. Uh As a spiritual discipline, would you say that giving is something that Christians generally excel in?
1: I would say it is actually something that Christians generally are actually more known for than the Mm. world. Mm. However, I think Christians aren't known for the generosity of maybe the early church Mm. um, today. And I think we have a lot to to develop along this spiritual discipline and all and on just meeting god as he generously gives us generously giving as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah do you think that uh we again in general uh view giving as a part of our worship
1: i think An aspect we of say, worship? i think mm-hmm. we all say that mm-hmm. i don't know that if so i'd say we we have a little bit of lack of love shown in our worship, I guess. That's more, it's harsh, but uh, I feel it hmm. even on me. Would
0: you say that even if we viewed it as an aspect of our worship from week to week or month to month or however you um, participate in giving and steward your resources, uh, would you say that in general we do that cheerfully and sacrificially? Or if we're thinking about giving (laughs) in the context of worship, (laughs) is it, is it, we are so happy to hear a sermon, maybe, uh, we are overjoyed to sing. Yeah. Uh, we are thrilled to have, uh, you know, Christian fellowship. Uh We really enjoy the Lord's supper. Yeah. Uh, we're thankful For our time in prayer.
1: To know we have served our pastors and our missionaries well so that they aren't anxious trying to seek that elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I begin that way just because there are a lot of things in there that I think uh, show the importance of the discussion we're about to have on the spiritual discipline of... Christian
1: giving. Giving. Yeah,
0: Christian giving. So we'll just head into it now. Uh so the, the, these two things we may be able to combine a little bit here. Why should we as Christians give? Okay. What does it mean to give Christianly?
1: Okay? Um certainly uh, Paul you you already mentioned it to to give cheerfully I think is as a as a major mm-hmm. component. It is an act of worship. Yeah. Um it's also part of our union with christ and union with one another and so mm-hmm. giving as just this natural flow of i'm in family relationship and body relationship with you if you have a need th- that should be foremost on my mind in fact sending you away without the needs that you have mm-hmm. I- i'm essentially you know sort of speaking ill of my faith um, is how scripture actually puts it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's pretty important. It, it doesn't look like I have to be destitute and on the street corner so that, you know, the other brother is um, living large and happy. But it certainly looks like everybody's sharing what they have with one another mm. uh, to the point that, you know, if there's any want, it's taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's what it should look like. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't. And the, again, this is another to the body first before the world. I think we're really good at trying to sometimes give to show that we're good, mm-hmm. to show our good works instead of giving to actually care for one another in the body. And because so it can, becomes very wonky where we're we're giving to the world in greater amount than we are actually you know kind of blessing our own body. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing that I think we need to learn better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and I mean just over against what we may see so much of in the world is as the world is consumed with consumerism mm-hmm. uh, materialism, materialism. Um, Christianity um, not just in America but we've of course sort of exported it to other places mm-hmm.
1: has been consumed with prosperity gospel. Yeah um consumed with sort of a business model for church that takes up a lot of our funds and routes them to things where they're kind of maybe not intended to go mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and we think about the world as well it's like again how much even even if let's say uh you know it's not on it's not on the more uh you know materialistic side of things but it is they actually may give a whole lot of time and resources and money to charitable causes and all these kinds of things. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, but Christian giving, right. Distinctly Christian giving uh, certainly is going to prioritize. We're going to talk about this in just a second, but it's certainly going to prioritize uh, the things that God prioritizes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the things that you already mentioned is, is the church. Yeah. Uh, it's meeting the needs that are in the body of Christ. Um, and of course, you know, the pretty familiar passage in Matthew 25. Uh, You Uh give a cup of water to one of the least of these, my brothers. You you do that. You've done it to me. Yeah. Right. So you're serving Christ uh, by serving the the body. How 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 do we
1: accomplish some of the things like we're going to do next week or, or at least our next episode beyond this is, you know, 1 Timothy 5. Right. Talking about caring for widows. Or you talk about you know Acts six and you know mm. the, the first sort of proto deacons as they're serving mm. the widows and you know, caring for them. Yeah. How do you do that if you don't have a body that is giving out of love to one another? You yeah. can't accomplish either of those very well.
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll probably hash some more of that out as we as we go along here. So, uh, as a matter of spiritual discipline uh-huh. or discipleship. What crosses are assumed uh, in being generous, being mm. charitable? Mm-hmm. What crosses are assumed?
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting looking at um, discipline. Seems to to get at this is not going to be the easiest thing. It's not. It's going us us to cost to, to have to give it, up there's something. There's a cost gonna, to it. Yeah, there's a cost to it. Yeah, right. Um, I, it's interesting. Uh, Luke three has John baptizing in the wilderness and you have Pharisees, you know, these other people coming mm-hmm. to him and then you know, what, what must we, what must we do? And mm-hmm. It's like, if you have an extra shirt, give it away. If you have, you know, if you follow his logic, it's all, you know, kind of self-sacrifice giving uh, to support those around you who have need. Mm-hmm. And he has equated that with the gospel in many ways. He's, you know, as he's baptizing them for sort of this new heart yeah. that he's supposed to point to Jesus it's tied together with that giving. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, you know, the, the cross, of it, it's it's got to look self-sacrificial. Um, mm-hmm. It's not something that's just... Uh, when you get around to it, um, it's not something that's just, you know, off the top after you've met everything. It's not... Again, it's not to say that you have to, like, be, you know, kids without clothes so that you can give to... That, we're not asking for anything like that. Right. But... We, we tend to set our budgets. We tend to do things and, and set how we're going to spend our money. Mm-hmm. It's something that kind of should be taken care of on the front end, figuring out how you're going to do, how you're going to cheerfully give, um, how you're going to mm-hmm. lower your you know bar of living. Maybe you're not eating out every night. Maybe you're mm-hmm. not buying the coolest tech the minute it comes out on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. plan how you're going to do your retirement plan how i mean so there's all these things that go into it so that you can be faithful and part of the body mm-hmm. one
0: specific one that came to mind as well this is um you know in matthew 6 we have to sacrifice uh in a lot of ways being known mm. uh when we talk about christian giving yeah well there's a there's a pharisaical kind of giving uh it's we we want our names and golly mm. don't we see this like just We're close to a university. Right. You go on campus. Every building is named. Named by somebody. For somebody. (laughs) right? Right. That's right. That's right. And and yet Jesus in Matthew 6 says, don't let your right hand know what your left left hand hand is is doing. doing. He He has this constant refrain of, your father who sees in secret will reward you. And so your generosity is to be done in secret it's not really to be known uh that you have have done that because the father knows it so you're seeking again it's an aspect of your worship
1: yeah
0: it's an aspect of your trust your open-handedness before god uh that you you have received everything you have mm-hmm. from the lord and that yeah. you are in faith going to use it in a way
1: that gives him uh, yeah. utmost most glory and there's not a bar to go. I mean, you have the widow's mite. You know, this yeah, thing right. of, she deposited everything because she fully <clears throat> it's trusted not a It's not a dollar amount. It's not even a percentage. It's not, yeah. It's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just giving what you can mm-hmm. as you are able and, and part of the body to do so.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too. We're going to maybe talk about the widow's might here in a, in a second. But she she gave a mite. The other guys are dropping bags. Right. But Jesus actually says they're giving out of their wealth. Right. She's well, giving she's getting need. out of her poverty. Yeah, yeah. She gives everything that she has. So, she, so technically, she gives like a hundred percent or whatever it is of what right. Jesus says. But, but the the idea there is God is enough, right? God is her life, mm-hmm. and so she's she's free. She's free in that sense right. to be able to give to the furtherance of His kingdom and uh-huh. and so on. Um. So, so we're going to have to sacrifice. I think one of the crosses that we have to bear in giving generously is is not being known, mm-hmm. not in, not doing it publicly necessarily, or not doing it for right. self vain glory, vainglory or whatever it is. That's good. Uh, is that we, we're doing it in in private? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. I mean, another one certainly is, as you mentioned, that we're we. Um, Joyfully abstain. You talk about moderation. Moderation, modesty, is what you mentioned at the at the beginning of the episode. But we sort of joyfully abstain from, you know, some of the things that the world craves, mm. uh, in order to because because our our heart should be with the Lord. Yeah, and our and our treasure is there. Our treasure is in is in heaven, and and so we're we're using what we yeah. have on earth in order to. You know, advance the cause of heaven, and not to build up earthly kingdoms. Right. So we're having to sacrifice that. But a lot of times, you know, um, you have young people; their parents are like that. You're like, "Listen, we sent you through through school. We put you through school, right. and yeah. you know, can't go to seminary now." Right. Like yeah. you can't, you can't do this or that. You need to go get a job and make lots of money and you need to build up your, whatever it is. And then you need to be able to retire when you're 55 and all these kinds of things, as opposed to, you know, uh, just in encouraging uh, just a more eternal perspective when it comes to uh, the resources that we have.
1: Yeah.
0: No. Anything else there? Just in terms of disciplining ourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and we've already kind of mentioned it a little bit, but I, I think it is a view to the body. So if we're thinking like uh, mm. even when we're thinking Lord's Supper, and we might think if I have you know sinned against my brother, maybe that's a time where I have to question and maybe even not partake yeah. uh, because there's something un, undealt with there. But mm-hmm. if we're constantly, you know, showing off our wealth and what we do, if we have a mixed body where they're coming from different social strata, different backgrounds, whatever, mm-hmm. that that display of wealth of of what we have yeah. um, can actually be us sinning against our brothers, and so it goes even beyond maybe a discipline discipline issue into mm-hmm. a where is our heart issue in relationship to the body, mm-hmm. and so small steps of discipleship should lead us towards greater faithfulness in that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So what if you don't make any money? What if you don't have a job?
1: How, what is, what is, other charity? So it probably looks like, giving, yeah, it looks like, like a... giving of your time. It, yeah. it looks like, you know, being there for brothers, sisters when they have need, even mm-hmm. if it's not monetarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually calls for letting people know that that's the case. Um, I I think a lot of the time we don't, we have this, you know, American bootstrap pride kind of thing so that we're not going to tell anybody in the body. And so we end up working kind of backwards from the whole point anyway, so that other people don't know we have needs um, that they can actually meet. So Mm -hmm. like that's, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think, you know, so like even for our kids, yeah. I mean, our kids don't, they might have chores here and there, but they don't technically have jobs. Uh, but we do still encourage them, like, whenever you do receive money, maybe it's for your birthday. Uh-huh. Maybe it's for Christmas. Maybe it's from a grandparent just because they love you. Yeah. Uh, they give you 10 bucks or whatever it is. And uh, we, we actually encourage them, like, well, you, you did nothing for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't. It's to. funny how we do nothing for certain things, but as soon as we get them, they're like we did everything for Tight them. Held hands. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so, talking about the, the crosses that we should bear, um, is that whatever we receive, like I mean, you know, if you do, even if you have a job, um, Paul talks about in Colossians. It's like you know we're not ultimately accountable. Like our ultimate boss mm-hmm. is is not. The CEO not of the CEO. company it's not, it it's is not the, the, yeah, that's right. It is the Lord and we're going to be accountable to him and whatever we receive doing the job that we do, that he's given us to do, that he's given us life and breath and all these things to do, yeah. uh, the, 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 income is from the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and he ultimately is, is the manager and, uh, or he's the master, we're the manager and the steward of, of things that he's given to us. And we're going to do that. Right to steward it faithfully. Uh, but even with our kids then, it's like, okay, well, you don't have a job and you might get 10 bucks because your grandparents love you. Well, you should give some of that. Uh, you, you you love Christ. You, know? you 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 love the church. Uh-huh. You want to see the gospel advance. Yeah. You understand what ministry is about and what it needs, you know, and what the Bible calls you to, to do with the things that you have, to resource it. You should begin to, to discipline yourself
1: uh-huh.
0: to think in that way as an aspect right. of your worship.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Widow's mind again, yeah, exactly. She doesn't have yeah. anything really. Right. <laughs> she gives what little well, she, she does has. Have yeah, out of dependence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, are we
0: talking about tithing? Not. What are we I talking mean,
1: about? I, um, tithing is a perfectly good practice. Mm-hmm. Um, the way it's often treated as a spiritual discipline. I give ten percent. That's the checklist item. It's very legal. He's very legalistic <laughs> and totally misreads the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. Like their t- I mean, it, I mean, they misread it because it's it. probably
0: twenty-eight to thirty-two percent, right? I mean, yeah. there's three, there's three different, there's tides, three different
1: tides. Two of them that are yearly, one that's every three. I know. And the way that they celebrate the tithe, I mean, you have to understand the tithe yeah. not as a religious duty, mm-hmm. but this is this is a tax to support. I mean, it yeah. goes right along with the Sabbath regulations. It goes right yeah. along with gleaning. It's, it's how do you care for a community? And it's also worshipful. So they would take at least one of the tithes mm-hmm. physically. They're actually penalized for bringing money. Because the, the point is food. Yeah. And they were supposed to throw a party, everybody together, including those without anything, including the foreigners, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. But the whole point is you're, you're basically going to worship and mm-hmm. you're taking that 10% in order to fund having a big party. I mean, if we thought of our giving in that way, yeah. I think Sunday morning would be different. Yeah. Um, if we thought of it as f- filling each other's needs and being able to worship and celebrate what God is already doing in our community. Yeah. Completely different picture mm-hmm. of tithing at that point. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Um, and, and even, you know, people try to go, well, you know, it's not the 10%. It's as much as you can, like, go above. Mm. But if you do, f- there's still that line. And you're sitting there going, like, that's not at all what... Yeah. The New Testament, I mean, other than Jesus talking about them, you know, and cumin, and dill, and whatever. That's it. Paul doesn't mention it. it, right. it, it Paul, Peter doesn't mention it. So, right. yeah, you have, a, you have a little bit of a, a lack of body of work. Body Old Testament geopolitical people, you yeah. the tax, and
0: all this kind of stuff. Yeah. The New Testament's a different kind of people. It is. So, um, yeah. that's part of it, too. Uh, one of the things as well, though, is, is that we do have to think, and I think Jesus does this often in the Gospels, is he's... He is having to recalibrate our hearts Uh to help us see. Listen, in Malachi, we were recently in Malachi. You're bringing stuff. You're bringing stuff. Yeah, but it's all broken. Yes, it's all the
1: leftovers. It's It's all all
0: the leftovers. You're keeping the best part of things for yourself, and you're not giving the best of the things that you've been given back to the Lord. And to his people and to his priesthood and to his sanctuary to keep everything going the way that it's
1: supposed to be going to the glory of Christ. So don't bring your old can of something you didn't <laughs> intend to purchase and drop right. it in the food pantry and think that that's going to be a good <laughs> offering. It's probably not going to work out for anybody.
0: Well, it kind of falls in line with, you know, their 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 lips honor me. Right. With their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Right. And there is an aspect of our generosity that gets very much of the same the yeah. same thing. The the Lord is concerned about our hearts and our appreciation and love uh-huh.
1: for Him and our concern for His fame. That was, I mean that's Malachi, right? Is well, I mean it, it is yeah. interesting that often when we start talking tithing or just <clears throat> giving generally, mm-hmm. I mean the, the the statements that we usually use about it. I love the cheerful giver. And, you know, these kind of things are all in relation to Paul collecting what is not yeah. a tithe at all, mm-hmm. but a support for support. another church yeah. in a desperate condition. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to help them out. Raise some money. Raise some money, yeah. Funds. will yeah. serve you at this moment where we have mm-hmm. the ability to do so, so that you can serve us later. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a reciprocity going mm-hmm. on. Um, and yeah, we, we use it of tithing in a very weird way sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so,
0: moving in that direction, then, how should we think about resource allocation as Christians?
1: As Christians. Well, so I mean, Paul does a couple a couple things, um, and you know, so you have First Timothy two nine to seven 2, seven. I think first, first Timothy two seven. Um, he's talking to the women. He's you know be, you know watch how you adorn yourself. Don't adorn yourselves with you know fancy clothing. He's really talking expensive clothing, um, pearls. You know these this kind of thing. I was recently at a economics and the gospel conference. I got course credit for it. Okay, great. Uh, a couple extra credit points, <laughs> okay. but it was really awesome because <laughs> basically one of the one of the one of the speakers <clears throat> basically giving a, a paper. Um, hmm. Is talking about you know how what that looked like yeah and so you know when when you can think of like a single pearl being a hunt a hundred days worth of somebody's wages right. even a one pearl on your necklace is an amazing show of wealth yeah. and to have a whole pearl necklace when many people in the body maybe don't have that you know their, their day-to-day subsistence mm-hmm. it's just a yeah this is not how the church is supposed mm. to look um, and so there's that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, have, you have Luke's. I mean, again, we we already kind of mentioned it in Luke three, but you know, if you have one tunic, or you have two tunics, give one away. We're talking a yeah. pretty extravagant gift. It's still probably like fifteen days worth mm-hmm. of wages, um, if you can imagine. You know, spending $300, 600 dollars and just handing it to somebody mm-hmm. because they you know don't have the clothing they need. Well, you think of even like the uh, the soldiers around the cross who are playing games.
0: They're making sport of the clothing of Jesus. Rather than rip it apart. Yeah, right. Because it was worth something. Worth something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. All the while being blind to who he is. the greatest treasure. <laughs> That's right. The yeah. greatest treasure. Um, how, does, how does Christian uh, stewardship, um, how does that apply to...
1: Taking care of your family, for instance. I mean, yeah, Paul is pretty clear. You know, those who don't actually care for their yeah. family. It's also First Timothy. Yeah, you know, if, if they don't, they're they're worse than unbelievers. At mm-hmm. least the unbelievers are take, usually taking care of their family, right? And so if we're you know routing all this money to you yeah. know, it's the world is coming to an end. I can use this money for whatever I want and I don't have to yeah. care for my family, that we've missed something about the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and he tells them, no, actually, so first Thessalonians, Salonians, you know, be diligent actually. Mm-hmm. Don't be simply, you know, cavorting away and, and waiting for it to come, but actually be diligent, care for your family, care for those things that mm-hmm. you're responsible for.
0: Because even unbelievers yeah. do that. Even, even unbelievers, unbelievers take that. care of their families. Right. Yeah. So... Don't be worse than an unbeliever Mm -hmm. um, by not providing for your family.
1: Right. Um, And then, I I mean, I don't know if this this may be jumping the gun, but I mean, we we already mentioned it a little bit, but it it is that uh, uh, Christian giving should look like caring for pastors, leaders um, in a way that, I mean, recent, you know, pastors talk episode was even kind of questioning, you know, should we always fully fund elders? Should there be mm. even non-vocational elders? That sort right. of thing because we should be caring for them if they're, you know, doing a good job um, as they preach and teach. Which is also 1 Timothy. It's also 1 Timothy. It's
0: all coming up. It's we all have, coming we up. We have it's, several there's, episodes there's, of 1 Timothy There's a plan
1: here, right? There is <laughs> logic to all of this. But. Uh, that's right. Um, what about retirement? Uh, retirement? I mean, I think it's just something to be wise about. Mm-hmm. If we're putting off living and giving until we're retired maybe we're giving too much to retirement and we're putting too much of expectation in something that you know you're not promised tomorrow James mm-hmm. you know so you know if we're doing the whole you know next week I'll do this and that and I've, I've saved up mm-hmm. then we may have missed the mark we may miss the point we may not take advantage of anything we've put away mm-hmm. um, that said the way our culture surrounding us works we have lots of opportunities usually to work in that and provide for again it goes into actually providing for your family in some amount so we do it's not something to just go well you don't plan for retirement at all Mm -hmm. because you need to just give that money i I think that's probably not what scripture is saying Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know retirement isn't a terrible thing
0: yeah, no, and then there's 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 also I mean you see, this is proverbial wisdom that you yeah. you know it's a, it's a good man save up a good, for the rainy day good, yeah and leave an inheritance to your children's children awesome. this kind of thing uh, is proverbial wisdom in the Bible as well uh, but you don't set your hope there I think and we're going to get to that a little bit here with Jesus and some of the some uh, and passages saving in the away so that
1: you can spend your whole you know yeah. senior years traveling the world. <laughs> I mean, great, right? but what could have been done with that to care for the body to actually reach the lost, yeah. whatever, during that time? Yep. So, yeah.
0: Uh, what about outside giving? How should we think about outside giving? So giving, not, not, not provision for your family, um, not uh, local church uh, and meeting the needs of the body, but... You know, there are other things, uh, charitable causes and, and things like that. Sure.
1: I mean, I would say there should do be... Do good to all people. Do good to all people. I think there should be a, yeah. a certain amount of making sure you have cared for the body first. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, if you want to give to a, a, a good cause or you know, yeah. support... I mean, some, some sometimes we're involved in churches who don't have the funds to themselves, mm-hmm. whatever, and they're not receiving those funds from their body members... Uh, mm-hmm. We have a again. It's sort of this individualistic thing. So many churches that people are just basically giving to whatever cause they want on their own and not giving it to the church to then steward those funds in it. It's a very common. That's why way. I'm asking. So
0: asking is very common for for, yeah. for folks uh, to to or, or even when they give. So don't, I, don't, I actually do not at all uh, intermix with our giving or uh, who gives and what and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not about anybody in our church, but right. I, I I know that some people I have experienced in pastoral ministry people who will give money, but then they'll they will um ride in the
1: line. yeah, I, I'm giving it to which I'm giving it to this particular thing, thing. It's sort of a right. I mean, I get or it. But there's a, this yeah. lack of trust in the leaders, yeah. and the servants who have yeah, been. Just be careful you know,
0: with that. Yeah, yeah. Put it to the bottom line. Uh, trust your leaders, and uh, yeah. So, and then, but some people will say, well, they'll go completely away from the local church, and they will. They'll, they will give what they could give to the local church. They'll give it to totally just whatever, whatever,
1: yeah, yeah. Right. whatever cause on Facebook Soots, that suits suits fancy, yeah, right.
0: So we probably want to push back against that a, a, a I think good so. bit, yeah. Okay. What about Christmas? I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're not getting anything. I'm right.
0: just kidding. We're a couple months away from Christmas. It is Don't definitely this materialistic, a... <laughs> uh, idolatrous America. festival of um, you know consumerism and stuff like that. But uh, anyway. I, I do think so. Just a couple things. Thinking through resource allocation. Number one is I think we just have to keep it in front of us that the Lord says all the earth is mine. Right. It all belongs to me. There's there's nothing that is yours. Right. Primarily. Right. Chiefly. Supremely. It's, Ultimately, it's, it's mine. You it's all mine. To steward well. That's right. So everything we have has been given to us. He's going to say, if First Timothy, uh, you came into the world with nothing. You're going to go out of the world. And you take nothing with you, okay? Except, yeah. Except this is very Piperian, John Piper, desiring God. Except for for the the things that you know, whatever the the ways that you've invested in the advance of the gospel, yeah. With the resources, money or whatever, mm-hmm. the resources that God has given to you to advance the kingdom, that'll go. That'll go with you, all right? Okay. But the but the, all of the 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 earthly things, they don't. Yeah. You just leave them to someone else. Yeah. So. Uh, it's important to understand that. Uh, and I do think, it, while while we want to give space for liberty of conscience, and, yeah. you know, not every, you know, yeah, it's not, I think people can, um, you know, uh, they have certain hobbies or
1: whatever it is. Well, and I'm so right, get, the, some yeah. people will like feel, feel really bad because I live in the West and I'm yeah. this much and people in Africa are living on this yeah. much a day. Don't. I mean, y- you live in a particular context, it costs yeah. more to live in that context. <clears throat> hmm. There, there comes costs with that. You, you're going to have to you know, mm. deal with that. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't be feeling bad because we live in the U S and other people around the world don't. And we're not going to, if we just send money that way, yeah, generally, what ha- that money fizzles. It doesn't go to the people you think it is going yeah. to go to. It right. doesn't actually lift them up to our level. All it does mm-hmm. is mean, oh, we're going to raise our levels again because people obviously have mm-hmm. expendable wealth. I mean, so it, it doesn't really work that way. So mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of taking the guilt away mm-hmm. um, when we do use money for the things that come our way. You know, paying groceries is expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. So you shouldn't have to feel bad about that. Yeah. Back to it as a spiritual
0: discipline, uh-huh. not on the other hand exactly, but as Christians, we always want to, every every aspect of our life, we want to submit gladly
1: uh-huh.
0: to the Word of God. Yeah. So we're wanting to ask ourselves, even as it relates to um, the resources at our disposal, uh-huh what does God's word say about the best way? I think David Lyles hit on this a little bit um, Mm -hmm. in our panel. He did last, I guess it's one of our podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. What wisdom is there in the Bible in God's word that can reform the way that we view our possessions? Right. So we're constantly wanting to do that. And again, when it comes to like resource allocation, I think you're again. We're just seeing, to the glory of God, we're wanting Mm -hmm. to provide for our families. Yep. In moderation, though. Moderation. Mm -hmm. We're wanting to kick against consumerism Mm -hmm. that kind of that dominates. Obviously, we're wanting to kick against prosperity gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're wanting to to give to the body, Mm -hmm. the members, and the ministry. And the Ministry of the local church, which looks like people largely, yeah, but... that's right, that's right. So, we'll get to this in a second. First, First John 3: if you see your brother in need uh-huh. and you have the world's goods, yep, the world's goods, yep, from the Lord, but you yep. have the world's right. goods, you see him in need and you do not help them out, yeah, how can you? How does the love of God abide in you, right? So, there's something about our generosity that is evidential yeah. of the reality of God's and we, love. We his in abundant us. love yeah. and grace poured mm-hmm. out. Right. So we're willing to provide for our families, but we're also wanting to care for the membership and the ministry of our local church. We're also wanting to have obviously a heart for missions mm-hmm. um, and not just the, the immediate local advance of the gospel, but also the international advance of the gospel. Um, And I think we're wanting to understand what the Bible has to say about that so that we can do that wisely and and prudentially. You know a good bit more about, you've thought more, I think, about that particular aspect of it than I have. But I think that's important. David Lyles, again, he mentioned you're wanting to know the missionaries. Yep. That you send, you know, or that you support and you want to know the churches that are being planted and yeah. all these kinds of things so that there is a level of, of not just knowledge, but accountability. Right. You know that the money that has been given to you to steward for the glory of Christ is going to be faithfully stewarded still further by the people that you're giving it to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then of course there is the admonition just to do good to everyone as we have occasion or as we have opportunity and ability. Yeah, okay. What does heaven have to do with it? What does heaven have to do with our <laughs> our
1: giving? Yeah. I mean certainly we should not think of it transactionally and we start talking money, we yep. we we want to think transactionally a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I give this and I should be getting a, a, a immediate reward or a even a heavenly reward. And we sort of miss the the way money can be used to further the gospel, hmm. uh, further the relationship within the body, further our family's yeah. faithfulness. Um, and so uh, it's not negative, I guess, but I mean, certainly you have Jesus, you know, it, it's, it's hard to enter the kingdom of heaven with your whole mindset focused on wealth, on, mm-hmm. you know, even personalized as mammon, you know, something, mm-hmm. you know, almost this personal force that dominates and is an idol ultimately yeah i mean so yeah it's something that has a strong pull um, we live in a culture that is already dedicated in many ways to yeah. materialism and, mm-hmm. and whatnot so it's very easy for us to think we're, we're doing okay mm-hmm. giving a little bit you know and, and and thinking we're okay when we're really kind of still stuck in that that world we're still stuck under yeah. that Dominion.
0: Yeah. So So many examples in the Bible of people um, making their home Mm -hmm. here. Yeah, we were talking. So just last night. Last night. In men's study with Lot's wife. Lot's wife. And even Lot Lot, himself. himself. Mm -hmm. um, He lingers. Right. He doesn't want to leave behind his home. Mm -hmm. The things he possesses there. Um, and he has to be yanked out of there Mm -hmm. uh, by angels Mm -hmm. in order to uh, not fall under the the judgment of God. But Lot's wife, she stops, she turns, she looks back, and Mm -hmm. she gets consumed.
1: And Jesus' comments on it are exactly that. It is that she was basically in love with those things. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So you have that. Obviously... You have uh, maybe the most famous one is with the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, I mean, so we're saying that, like you mentioned, it almost becomes this like personal force or this idol possessions, money, wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to the point that it will keep you out
1: of heaven. Yeah. Because it's your God. And it will make life here just worrisome, anxious and annoying, especially with our, you know, yeah. our, our particular Western Western thing of I can just put it on the card. Yeah, I can just rate you know, and and I'm, I'm not like I'm, I'm as much preaching to myself at that point yeah. as anybody else. But sure. Yeah. Debt is this thing that just then sits on our back. And and rules us. It it just it, it keeps us from yeah. giving, it keeps us from loving well, it keeps us from being in community. It, 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 it's so many bad things mm-hmm. that not only does it affect you know our hope for the future, but it just kills life in the present.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, like you you see with this young guy, Jesus is like if you want to be perfect, you gotta give up your God. Right. It's not God. And he goes away sad. <laughs> he walks away from Jesus, right? And, and in that culture, wealth was a sign of blessing. Yes. God has blessed this man. So, He's doing so well. Jesus, now you're telling me that it is more possible for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for that blessed man mm-hmm. to enter the kingdom
1: of heaven? Yeah. How does that work? You know? And all you have to do is go, yeah, that blessed man will think of what Jesus mm. calls blessed. Yeah, And you start seeing sort of the, the antithesis mm-hmm. that what's blessed is those who are going yeah. to be comforted by God. Those who are going to yeah. feel the dependence
0: mm-hmm.
1: towards him. So. Well, it's
0: probably important to point out as well that there are plenty of wealthy people that have been saved. Sure. Right? Um, so it's not, again, as Paul say in... First Timothy, <laughs> uh, it is not money. It is not money itself, but it is the love of money. Right, that is the root, root of, of all evil. evil. Mm-hmm. So we want to cut that root at the source. You know, yeah. pull it up all the way, um, and and yet we want to understand as well that Lydia in the Bible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seems to have been a wealthier person. Yeah. The Lord opens her heart. She believes in Jesus. And it seems like her house mm-hmm. becomes the meeting place for the church right. uh, in Philippi. Right. Yeah. Or something something to that effect. Yeah. And, I mean, it um, seems
1: like many of the women around Jesus were supporters supporting of, his of his ministry. Yeah. It's not just that they were listening, yeah. but they were actually actively supporting. Mm-hmm. So he could wander around without mm-hmm. a you know paying job day to day.
0: Yeah. In the first Timothy, Paul Paul gives instructions to wealthy people
1: mm-hmm.
0: on what does it look like for me to be wealthy <laughs> and also a Christian right. at, at the same time? Well, he just says, you need to be rich in good works, mm-hmm. you know, rich in Christ. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is uh, it's very, very important that we, we kind of navigate uh some of the the nuances of all those things mm. uh you remember there's a is it two brothers in luke 15 uh who are who are uh fighting over their father's inheritance, inheritance or yeah. something like because that.
1: jesus won't you tell him to give me is it luke 15 it may be i, I can know. look up no Luke 12 luke, luke 12, Pro- 12. Okay. sorry luke 15's prodigal luke,
0: luke 12 and jesus ha- tells them he, they're like, they go to Jesus. Hey, can you settle this? Yeah, Why are
1: you bringing this to me?
0: And Jesus is like, Life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Yeah. They were making the abundance of possessions life. Right. And then he gives that the parable of the rich fool, who's mm-hmm. like, I got all these, yeah, I got barns, all this stuff, I got you know, barns and, and all whatever. Way. He's like, You fool! This it's very night. night your soul will be required of you. That's right. Yeah. And and what good is all this that you've treasured yeah, up, for yourself, up for yourself, stored up for yourself? Right? So again, it's, it's not so much that he had the barns, it's that he put his, it says, I think in the parable actually says he he entrusted his soul right. to those things. Yeah,
1: that's where he found his peace.
0: Yeah. It's, that's where he, his security, his, security. Mm-hmm. his salvation. Yeah. Right? So we want to be, we want to be really um, careful with that. Heaven has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um. And uh, we're seeing there that, that a wrong view of money, possessions, all these things, can actually keep you away from Jesus. Yeah. The, keep the, the summary of Jesus is,
1: you know, where your heart is, that, or there, where your treasure is, there where your, your heart, will heart be. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay. What does the cross have to do with our generosity? Mm, the self-giving God who had no need to come down and put up with all that we have done to him. Mm -hmm. Um, the abundance of grace bestowed should say a lot about how we then respond Mm -hmm. um, with whatever we have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just if you want to spend some time on some of these things uh, and and just have it like sit with um, the cross of Christ as a motive, as a model, an example um, you're going to want to go to 2 Corinthians mm. chapters 8 and 9. Yeah. There's those two chapters. Uh, if you want the the shorthand of it, you can go to 1 John 3, which we've already mentioned, yep. where John just says, he laid down his life for us. Therefore, we also ought to lay down our lives for the brothers, the body of Christ. And then he goes on to do the whole, you know, if you see a brother in need and you have the world's goods, mm-hmm. those those verses are linked they're connected. They're right after one another. Yeah. So the cross is at the center of Christian giving. And um, in Second Corinthians chapter 8, mm-hmm. it says, We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty. What yeah. a weird combination to produce generosity. Mm-hmm. Extreme poverty. Yeah, You do not have to be extremely... Wealthy to be extremely generous. Their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For they gave according to their means, Uh as I can testify, and beyond their means of their own free will, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints, And this not as we expected, but they gave themselves, themselves first to the Lord, and then by the will of God to us. Accordingly, we urge Titus that as he had started, so he should complete among you this act of grace. But as you excel in everything, talk about your admonitions here. As you excel in everything, Corinthians, in faith, in speech. In knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. Talking about giving, generosity. I say this not as a command, but to prove by the earnestness of others that your love, Uh your love also is genuine for you know The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. Rich. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, the cross, the more you sit at the cross and you see, as you said, the self-giving God. God. Yeah. The Son. (laughs) dying Mm -hmm. in order to give us life. Right. Divine, spiritual, eternal life. That should do something. It should. That should do something in us even if we're extremely impoverished. Mm -hmm. It should do something in us that causes us to be sacrificially, cheerfully, gladly, overflowingly generous in our giving. George, how will treasuring Jesus Mm -hmm. Cultivating his community and embracing his commission influence our stewardship of mm-hmm. the resources God's given to us.
1: Yeah. I, I think it, again, it sets the right priorities. Mm. If if we start seeing everything we have through those lenses, we start knowing where to put our funds. We, yeah. we know what to use them for. Yeah. Um, so, so we don't take that. You know high-paying job that is our hope and dream 10 years ago, yeah. you know, now that we're connected with a church, we say, yeah, I'm going to give yeah. that up. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'm going to actually support that missionary. Or I'm going to go and actually entrust my you mm. know, care instead of to my retirement to a church that will partner yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but all based on Jesus is the treasure. Mm-hmm. That's where our heart should be.
0: Yeah. So, So on Sunday mornings, when we have corporate worship, we begin. We generally generally will mention our vision statement and then these sort of pillars to that statement. Um, We exist to display the glory of God's grace in Jesus Christ by proclaiming him to all peoples for their everlasting joy in God. God. And we do that by treasuring Jesus, Jesus, cultivating his community and embracing his, his commission. commission. Mm-hmm. When we say those things at the beginning of the service, we're not just saying them. Yeah. They're not just clever. They're it, not business it is a, They're not. A, yeah. Yeah. We, we are pretty pretty convinced that it's a biblical guide to our lives. Right. Including our giving. What we do with the things that God has given to us. Right. And as you said... Treasuring Jesus. If we're just treasuring Jesus, that is going to impact mm-hmm. what we have. Yeah. Uh, if we have an emphasis on cultivating His community, it's going to make its way into our possessions.
1: How we give, who we give to, and
0: it's not just our money. It's it's uh, it's Jared Weaver leveraging, you know, his biology uh plant-based what thing <laughs> to bless to bless to bless us with peaches
1: yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. you know um it's, obviously it's, it's opening up apartments to have people in your homes even yeah. though it's not like oh, it's right. not a fancy estate but yeah it's a place where we can meet.
0: yeah it's not just giving to the church on sunday morning right. it's the rollins is inviting college students over, over. Right? It's, it's when we invite college students over and they bring us some root beers or whatever it is. is. care they, of kids. They've, they've, yes. Or mm-hmm. So many things. Yeah. That's right. And then, of course, embracing his commission as well. Uh, we're, we're using things to the glory of Christ, to build up his body, to, to, to cultivate the community of Christ, that gospel community. But then, of course, then there is overflowing from that, embracing his, his commission. And so uh, you know, we're we're finding ways where there's our clothes closet uh, down beneath our
1: feet here. Well, it is that um, it is that treasuring and then that development of how we use our funds in community that then says to the world that there's something behind yeah. the message we preach. It's not just words on paper. Mm-hmm. It is actually lived out yeah. um, in relationship. Mm-hmm. It's what commends. It. Right. It's one of the things that commends it
0: right and and the the, the culti- cultivation of this community this local church community with embracing his commission those things are are linked mm-hmm. so that again we talk about if you're talking about just giving to missions we're not just talking about giving to a missionary or something like that it is also giving to the local church so that we have pastors mm. so that we have um you know the ability to accumulate resources so that we have time to be able to set aside to equip to teach to train to Absolutely. cultivate and to send yeah. um back out into the Clemson community or or wherever as well mm. yeah so anything you want to add to uh, the spiritual discipline of Gosh. giving. I don't think so. Okay, you're good. I think so. Wow, it's not often that George is left speechless, but
1: we've we, done we've, it. We've we've spent the time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Okay.